Hey everybody, today is Tuesday, September 26th. My name is Josh Boykin and I'm the founder of Intelligame.us. You're listening to another edition of Intelligame Radio. On Sunday, we had a discussion about taking a knee, about the protest movement sparked by Colin Kaepernick over a year ago, but has now blossomed into a league-wide event with multiple teams and multiple players and folks not even playing football who were taking a knee as an act of protest. Much of this comes in response to the remarks that Donald Trump made on uh, over this past weekend, calling NFL players, uh, protesting NFL players who are predominantly black people, sons of bitches. And much of the attention has been transferred from the original reason of the protest, just to highlight police brutality and the ways that communities of color, and particularly black folks, have been treated uh, unfairly by the police, and then broadened into this sort of overall protesting, act of resistance type movement. There have been people who, in the midst of all this, have resented the protesting as a saying why does everything need to be political and I interestingly read an article this weekend written by the health editor of Lifehacker who specifically was calling out everything has always been political everything is political she writes where do we get this idea that it's possible to avoid making political statements well, if the police don't spend much time in your mostly white suburb, protests of police violence are a spectator sport you can choose not to watch. If you can't get pregnant, access to birth control and abortion is something you can ignore. If you don't know any undocumented people, DACA seems like a political football with no relevance to your life. The only way to pretend that something is not political is to not have a stake in it. And that's uh, Beth Squarecki who is, again, the health editor over at Lifehacker. I think she brings up an interesting point, one that we've had a discussion about multiple times here at Intelligame, and one that has come up in the gaming space for years. These spaces have always been inherently political. They haven't felt political to many folks who have had the opportunity to ignore politics while participating in those spaces. But the reality of the matter is that we are now reaching a time where our politics are, have spread even further than before. That we have a president who has specifically called people out and, and then doesn't expect them to respond, I suppose. As games become consumed by wider and wider audiences, as they become a greater portion 
of our discourse. And as people commit more of themselves to those game spaces, as we call on famous athletes and esports athletes and game designers and all these different people to attach who they are to the work that they do, we are increasingly going to see these spaces where people have decided to speak out, to bring who they are to the table, and to bring up what they believe in. Now, there are some situations where that happens, and it's in a negative, <laughs> it's in a negative fashion. But the idea of erasing people's discourse, of erasing this dialogue in the name of keeping things apolitical, well, that's a political stance in itself. The idea of not addressing the situation, of sweeping those situations under the rug, as opposed to addressing them. There are a number of more nuanced discussions that people have had about these protests and about the different ways that people have decided to just now take place in the pro take part in the protest. I would recommend looking up a clip from Undisputed, which is a sports commentary show. Uh, Shannon Sharp gives a phenomenal seven and a half minutes of discussion on this, but. I would take a look at that to get a better understanding of what's going on. In plus minute format as possible, but there are a couple things that need to be highlighted. One is that Colin Kaepernick's protest is in the name of standing for those who are the victims of police brutality. And regardless of whatever reasons, other people decide to now take a knee in unity, in solidarity, in resistance, whatever those things are, the focus should not be removed from police brutality and the effects that it's had, particularly on the black community. That was the entire purpose of the protest. Now, given it's been transformed or hijacked in recent because of actions, but let's not lose sight of what this was originally supposed to be drawing attention to. Two, this is a this is not normal check. Regardless of where you play the political boundaries, this is not normal. The situations that are taking place on a daily basis, the daily seeming of fear-mongering, and the, the tension and the nervousness and the anxiety, this is not normal. And I think that it is important to remember this. I actually feel like I got my this is not normal reminder when I was watching a clip of President Obama talking to a number of military personnel doing their, during the military town hall near the end of 2016. I'd actually just gotten off of a plane and stood in an airport for 20 minutes watching him field these questions. So this was, this was a flashback for me. And the style with which he answered those questions in a manner that was meant to convey an opinion, but not meant to incite anger or to alarm or to enrage. Those are, <laughs> that is, is what I cannot help but put as my baseline for normal. That there's discussion, certainly, but the idea that that anger and vitriol is being stoked by a commander-in-chief, this is not normal. And 
I think that it is important for us to remember somebody at the beginning of the at the beginning of this new uh, presidency said that you should put a post-it note on your door or on your computer or something that says this is not normal and I didn't do that and I think I forgot that this time last year was a vastly different experience and I understand that I was on a different portion of the political spectrum that that the the power was on the other side and so perhaps there are people who felt this way last year but with the ways that the geopolitical situation is shifting with threats being thrown back and forth between North Korea and the US with the shocking uh, police brutality that is taking place in St. Louis right now as a result of, uh, as a reaction to protests, I, that even sounds wrong, uh, with white supremacist rallies taking place and the ways that people are walking around with Nazi armbands. These are markers of 2017 that were not 2016. This is not normal, and I encourage you to remember that, to write it on a post-it note, to tell it to yourself before you go to bed or before you wake up, in, or after you wake up in the morning, as a reminder that there is something to work towards, that there is a, there is better out there. This is not normal. All right, folks, we're going to go ahead and take our music break. We're just going to do the first part of the title intro from Mega Man 2. Uh, it's sort of a soft, welcoming theme. I think most folks, if you skip the kind of cinematic intro, you may not even know that this track exists, but it's a good one. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk to you on the other side of the break. folks i'm gonna do something a little different with the last segment of the show i'm gonna recommend that you go check out janessa olson for a little bit of reference this is janessa olson one of the toughest things for me when i first get to pax because i never do any pre-planning i just fly by the seat of my pants you know the usual is deciding what game to play first and then finding a line that isn't a three hour long wait to play that game Johnny O had to do some quick work kind of thing, but luckily my dudes at Supergiant were pretty close with a short wait line, so Lauren and I decided to try out some Pyre. Lauren is one of my favorite people to play a video game with because we are both very vocal about our feelings. Like this. We're probably a nightmare to everyone around us. <laughs> this is also Janessa Olsen. 
I'm happy to say that I've seen packs and gaming in general become more diverse over the years, but it's still more white people than you can shake a stick at. I love, love, love packs so much, and I want everyone in the gaming community to feel welcomed and wanted and to have fun when they attend. And just like in the previous episode of VRCast, when I was walking around game stores wondering if we're doing enough in the Magic the Gathering community to welcome and support people of color, I'm not sure if we're doing enough in the video game community. I see steps, and I wonder if they're big enough. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't, but regardless, those steps cannot stop. You've heard me talk about Janessa before. She's the host of VRCast, Virtual Recollection, and her most recent episode, called The PAX Prime of My Life, is currently up on Anchor, as well as on whatever platform you get your podcast from. There's, full disclosure, there's an interview with me on there, and I managed to sound exceptionally, simultaneously, curmudgeonly, and the probably entitlediest journalists i don't i don't know but the reason that i recommend that you check this episode out is because there's a lot of heart in the way that she approaches packs with both a really open really excited mindset and also with a gravity that i think is really important to carry in any of the things that we're passionate about as much as she is able to approach packs with feelings of of adoration and love she also sees opportunities for improvement and for self-analysis. And I think that that's something that we should all aspire to have in anything that we're passionate about, whether it's gaming or otherwise. Again, it's VRCast Virtual Recollection. You can look it up on iTunes. You can look it up here on Anchor. Um, and if you are on Anchor, you should go ahead and drop her a favorite because her DLC show, uh, where she will post random mini games and whatnot, carries a lot of her humor, and I think it is—it's overall just a joy to listen to. Anyway, folks, that is going to do it today for Intelligame Radio. Just to give you the quick heads up, tomorrow is our first Intelligame Game Club stream, so you should swing over to Twitch.tv/Let'sIntelligame tomorrow from six to seven thirty p.m. Pacific. We're going to have a discussion about To the Moon. It's just a couple bucks on your favorite mobile platform if you want to try and give it a little bit of a shot before the discussion. This is the first time that we're doing this, so I hope it's really successful. I hope that people get something out of the discussion, and I hope that you will take a part in it. Anyway, have a fantastic night, folks. Until tomorrow, keep IntelliGaming.